to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, this is Matt Mosley. Three o'clock on a Monday, and our broadcast day begins. Whoa, whoa, right off the top. Um, Aaron, as Aaron is in our our uh, Central Texas newsroom, pre- uh, preparing for the big cold front that will move in tonight. Aaron, I'm even hearing temperatures in the high 60s in parts of Central Texas tomorrow morning at about 7 a.m. I know that excites our listening Audience, But the breaking news is Cowboys and all-pro guard Zach Martin have reached an agreement on a reworked deal. This according to Adam Schefter, also Mike uh, Garofolo and uh, Ian Rappaport. Interesting how Rappaport and Shefty They'll, they'll like basically have the exact same time, much like Woj and uh, Shams in basketball. If you look back, Aaron, because I always like to give people credit, like whoever had the news first, because, you know, that's how people in journalism for many, many years, you know, you got to give proper credit. Both of them at exactly 212. 212. So generally you can kind of go, well, so-and-so beat them by a minute. Not in this case. But I do say Schefter seemed to have these uh, numbers right away. And uh, the New Deal will pay Martin more than $18 million in each of the next two years. Those, those are going to be guaranteed. He was scheduled to be at $13.5 million this year and $14 million next year. Aaron, Jerry Jones said he was not going to budge. Said he just was not concerned (laughs) about this holdout. I remember when he said that when Zeke was holding out. So I figured it would end about the same way. You know, I don't, I feel like with Zach, now with Zeke, they completely broke down and he ended up getting an enormous deal. This is a good, this is a good old people. It is. People are doing funny things out there with now, like pictures of of saying Deuce Vaughn running behind Zach Martin, and you can just imagine like who they have standing in for Deuce. (laughs) There's some funny stuff out here on the social media, on Twitter or X, as we like to call it these days. X. Aaron, have you do you know anybody who's actually made the transition to calling Twitter? X or you? You think everybody's just still going with Twitter? It's Twitter. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I've I haven't heard anybody refer to it as X, and I refuse. Yeah, yeah. Very, very um, interesting. Okay, so there is the breaking news, 
Zach Martin, Cowboys All-Pro guard, also a team captain, has reached his agreement. Aaron, this deal makes so much sense. I mean, it's not like they tore it up and gave him some kind of massive deal. He gets, um, you know, about a $4 million raise. And it, it's going to be, um, yeah, so $4 million next year, then $4 million the next year. But, I mean, it's, it's sensible for a great player, great teammate, great leader. Now, Aaron, guess how much the, the fines cannot be rescinded. He was getting fined $50,000 per day. Aaron, we're looking at about a million dollars. Cowboys going to hold on to that. I don't know what they do with that. I guess they just, you know, put it back in the till. So he'll make but an extra seven and yeah. a half million over the next two years instead Correct. of eight and a half. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, somewhere around there because he was going to make 13 and a half this year. So he'll make four and a half more minus one. So about three and a half. Oh, well, I see what you're saying. You're combining the two. Um, yeah. Yeah, about you're right. About seven million is what seven or seven and a half million over the next two years. And I, I mean, I again, I don't want to be like, oh, this is bargain basement, but this is kind of sensible. Aaron, somebody said, hey, this is a common sense deal. I know that's not associated with the Cowboys always, but I have to, I have to agree. Um, does anybody? By the way, Aaron, remind me. If we have time at some point, let's get into NFL today, this blindside story. Is that not one of the weirder stories you've seen? The movie we all watched and everything, it it now appears like the, the subject of that movie is alleging that the whole thing was a sham. I want to I I dig into that one more. That, that, that one right there has got my attention. Good. I mean, Sandra Bullock, she did a great job playing the role of Leanne Tui. Sean Tui did a nice job, whoever played him. Tim McGraw, I think it was. These country singers, how do they become actors? Are any of them good actors? Aaron, is anybody, any of those country singers doing it? Like, du- there was somebody in Sling Blade. Dwight Yo- I was going to say, Dwight yeah. Yoakam was really, really good as yeah. a drunk, abusive Stepfather in Sling Blade. He, he, like Oscar-worthy performance, he was so good. But mm-hmm. you're right, most of them know. I think McGraw was okay in that movie. You know, just kind of like hung out and seemed like a pretty good dad. Tim McGraw in that film. I Was um, was Lyle Lovett ever in anything? I feel like Lyle Lovett, I mean, he's just, I, I really do like Lyle Lovett a lot. I think he just married a movie star. You remember that, Aaron, that lasted like a month? He married Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts and yeah. they, I think they had that thing annulled within about a, a month or two. And Kenny, what's his name? <laughs> Kenny Chesney had a quick marriage. Okay. Remember that, Aaron? Uh, that was Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. <laughs> pretty quick relationship there. Okay. Uh Aaron, this all-pro guard, but this is a good one. It's a good deal for the Cowboys. Get him in there. I mean, I don't know if he'll play in the uh, preseason, 
but this is good for Dak. He was saying, "Pay the man." This is good for the running backs. This was. This is all. This is all together. There's no downside to this, other than Jerry just kind of looks a little bit like he folded. But I don't think anybody cares about that. I mean, it was like kind of a small fold. It's not like they just, oh, my gosh, you're going to give you this massive deal. They said, hey, we're going to take care of you and in, in honor the, the leader and the great player that you are. And these are uh, unbelievable numbers, but not astronomical for, for a player of that magnitude. I remember Jerry's point was that he's already had a bite at the apple. He got a first-round money. Then he got his second contract. You know, he's, he's already had a couple of bites the apple. And he's already, you know, two years to go. He's looking for a new contract. And Aaron, can you imagine if Micah in 2024 decided, you know what? I mean, Zeke and, and uh, Dak, I mean, uh, Zach. Those holdouts seem to work pretty well. Think I'll hold out, Aaron. They would. That would be. That would be interesting because that he's going to get massive money. Yeah, a he's... a Micah Parsons holdout would make for an interesting situation. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to get his money and he'll be the highest paid non quarterback in the league after next year. I think. Aaron, who's the best lineman for the Dallas Cowboys? Still Zach? Still got to say him? Yeah, I think so. Okay, he's their top lineman. Would Just on name, would you go with Tyron next, or is he now old enough and missed enough games that you would even move um, the Tyler Smith ahead of him as your second best offensive lineman? I think Tyler Smith probably is. I think wow. I think Tyron Smith has dropped off considerably. Mm-hmm. And he's just he's hurt every year for at least three or four games, sometimes more, it seems, for the last three or four years. All right. Crazy Rangers game yesterday. Down one oh. Get it done at the very end. Our man, uh our man JP Martinez, who came up and and made his debut over the weekend. Uh, that was a fun series, man. Watching the Giants, he'd already made his debut as a base runner in the in a few days before that. But uh, he he makes a uh, unbelievable base running decision. Rangers trailing one zero, and uh, Giants hit one in the hole uh, to short, and. And he, you know, he tries to make the play and and uh, throw his beat out, and J.P. Martinez just never. He was stealing third already, and he never stopped running. And he comes racing around on an infield hit, and scores from second to tie the game. Rangers go up two one. They're two outs, bottom of the tenth, down to the last out. Maybe it was strike. And Giants player goes yard. Aaron, that's a tough way to lose. I mean, it was amazing to kind of get back in there after that pitcher had pitched so beautifully. Who was that, Aaron? Cobb 
Was that was our man? I think it was Cobb, wasn't it? That was out there. Wow, what a performance! Goes eight and two thirds. They bring the other guy in, and Martinez doubles, and then gets driven in on an infield single. Wow. Uh, Rangers lose, but the Astros lose too. So I believe Aaron, I think it's two and a half. I think Rangers have a two and a half game lead. So we we shall see. I had to break it to my buddy today, Aaron. My buddy Kyle was like, we're going Wednesday. I'm going to the game. I get to see Otani pitch. And he, he had not seen the news. Shohei Otani not pitching Wednesday because of the uh, arm. His arm's tired. Arm's a little tired. So he is not uh, He's not pitching. That's tough, man, because that would have been a lot of fun. I think he still will DH, but he's not going to be in there pitching. It would be a lot of fun to watch that process anytime he comes to town. That's a fun thing to get involved with. Um, Aaron, the Rangers, as of a few minutes ago, have made some roster moves prior to tonight's opener against the Angels, which can be heard right here on ESP in Central Texas. We are the uh, a huge Rangers affiliate, all right? Unless, Aaron, our show is on, right? We will not preempt, but we love having the Rangers on our station, and uh, they continue to do. Uh, they're, they're on a roll. They are. They won 4-2 uh, and two on, this late, on this recent uh, road trip. Um, outfielder Travis Jankowski reinstated from the paternity leave list. And infielder Jonathan Ornelas, uh, option to Round Rock. Aaron, do we see Ornelas in one of those games? I just, I'm having trouble remembering Ornelas. They brought him up. What this means, though, is that J.P. Martinez is sticking around. Made quite an impression over the weekend. Handles the bat well. Runs really well, has good instincts. Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm having fun watching the guy. J.P. Martinez remains. The thought was bring him up, give him a little run here, and uh, and then probably send him back down. He was too good. Um, and uh, that was. Uh, now, Aaron, this is a this is a tough headline. The morning news. This was the this was the column they wrote after last night's game. I think this was. Uh, let's see. I think this was uh, Evan Grant. Yeah, for the for for the, it says in case you missed it, Rangers column on ruining a perfect finish to a reunion weekend. I don't know. I mean, it was a it was a tough way to lose, but Aaron, they it was kind of fortunate to get back in it, right? Now, once you do it, you do want to go ahead and win the game, and you had a two one lead with two outs. But I mean, I again, winning two out of three in San Francisco, still pretty great reunion, and uh, Boach, Boachy back. Aaron, did you see that Friday night? Did you see that crowd? I mean, they honored the great Boach. Bruce Bochy, an absolute all-timer. Is he the best the Giants have ever had? Probably so. I mean, I Roger Craig, as I recall, is a great manager, but I 
I would have to say Bochi with three World Series titles, pretty unbelievable. But uh, so I, I mean, I have a, it, it, I mean, I guess it did ruin the perfect finish. But uh, these things, these things happen. Aaron, who was that in there? Oh, that was yeah, it was Patrick Bailey. Uh, they're San Francisco now. Rangers could have gone a different route there. Um, Patrick Bailey had been lighting up left-handed pitching. Uh, I think Conforto was on the bench, and I'm just trying. Oh, I'll tell you what they could have done, Aaron. They Conforto was in the uh, on deck circle, so they could have walked. They could have put they had a runner on second, obviously. They could have put this guy on because he'd been wearing out left-handed pitching this year. Huge. Um, and they could have gone lefty on lefty. And, boy, the, the the numbers for Conforto, even though he'd had a home run and hit pretty well in this series, not good against lefties. I mean, really, really rough, in fact. In fact, I think I saw his OPS, and it wasn't even quite at six. This guy had a 900 or a 1,000 or something, uh, Patrick Bailey, who hit that home run, and he put that sucker out of there. There was a, that was a no doubt. You'd hope it might hook, but it didn't have enough hook on it. And the Rangers lose 3-2 on a walk-off 10-inning loss. Um, Aaron, I, I still think it, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but you go to Oakland and you and you go out there uh, to San Francisco, and you finish that road trip four and two. I mean, I I see no real problem with that. Do you? No, absolutely not. It it was a tough loss. I was actually on the couch watching it yesterday, but it, well, it didn't linger because I was thinking about. It. I was like, okay, they still won the series, tough loss, but mm-hmm. they're still playing really well. They've won, I think, their last four series overall, and and they're playing as good as as well as anyone in the league. So. It didn't. It wasn't as devastating as losses like that usually are to me. Do you like winning games? And the Rangers almost did it on a balk. <laughs> I guess you'll take it any way you can get it, but there is something weird. Now, the ball, the walk off balk is a very weird thing. But the Rangers were on the road, so it was the top of the tenth, and um, here comes Duran home on a balk. Nobody said anything about it, so I guess. Uh, oh, Aaron, the one other thing I'll say: um, Dane Dunning was incredible. Wow, career high twelve strikeouts, twenty three swings and misses, and he used his sinker and slider. I mean, it, it, he's now struck out twenty nine. Walk four and allowed just four runs in twenty point two in twenty and two thirds innings in August. What does that coincide with? Those new pitchers coming in. I mean, he just flat out has performed in a big way, and then um, and then back back to uh, J.P. Martinez. That was fun. That was fun to watch that guy. When you see a young player. With that much speed and defense, whoa. And, again, I don't know how long he'll be up or hanging around, 
But that is fun to watch that. Now, need to get our man, Leody Tavares, going. That's, that is rough. Uh, he went 0 for 4 Sunday, 2 for 23 on the road trip. Failed in three attempts with runners in scoring position. RISP, as we like to call it. One for 13 in those situations this month. Aaron Leody's seen his uh, average go from 306 to 263. Like, you can see that sometimes with like somebody like Adolis, uh, like an average go way down, but the, the power is usually enough to kind of offset it. Leody's got a little pop, but doesn't have enough power to really offset that. Now, again, Aaron, let's think where he's hitting in the lineup. Still amazing year that he's had. But but I don't know if he needs a break or something. But, uh, yeah, it, it needs to. Oh, and uh, Aaron, that was uh, very cool. I may mention it as we as the day unfolds. Dirk Nowitzki going into the Basketball Hall of Fame. How cool is that? I mean, one of the most beloved uh, athletes ever, and um, in in Dallas Fort Worth, maybe the most. I mean, you, some of those former Cowboys, like the triplets and all that, would rival. But my gosh, Pudge was beloved, but Dirk. I mean, I I, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to challenge that. And how cool is that to hear? and see his speech. I apologize, Aaron. I meant to tell you we would grab, but we still have time. We'll, uh, we'll maybe do that for tomorrow. Um, and uh, I want to he- let people hear Dirk. We've been doing some Hall of Fame speeches. We had DeMarcus Wares the other day. Dirk was funny. He was gracious. He was self-deprecating. He's everything you need to, uh, to be in one of those kind of speeches. All right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. We've come out firing. We got so much to go. We got the NFL Blitz at 3:40. We got Glenn Stretch Smith later in the program. It is a busy, busy day, uh, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk a little bit of uh, some more NFL and get you caught up on some big breaking news for the Dallas Cowboys. We'll do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. 
I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254 254- 415-4100. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco is my credit union. They're always there for me. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. How does uh, Matt Mosley's show rolling through a Monday? Baylor, uh, we'll hear more um, a little later in the program. We'll check in with Dave Aranda. And... Um, uh, We had uh, Mike Smith apparently continues to just go off in these practices. Blake Shapin spoke. And uh, we'll let you hear from those those folks. But, uh, Aaron, we're getting closer by the day. And it's going to be so much fun. Uh, That's the September 2nd Texas State. Then we'll get ready for the Utah Utes to come in. Aaron, I would say that Utah ticket, it was a good one. Even before all the conference stuff happened, I would have to think that's become an incredibly hot ticket. Um, are you going to that game? I'm going to ask our, our folks, 254 
662-1660, the CNC Collision Center text line. Text us on that. Didn't get 10% off your truck liner bed. I mean, that's, that's great. That's a great bed liner. That's a great deal. 10% just by texting us. Uh, now, pull over. I don't like the thought of y'all texting and driving. Like, oh, let's text Mosley something. I don't like that. Call us if you're driving. That's easier because you could do it over the over the um, Bluetooth. Okay, I would be I would be much happier with you handling it that way. But uh, very interesting things that are uh, are going on in that regard. And I do want to hear from our folks. I, I I'm curious, and Aaron, I want to get your take on this. Now, you'll be working the game and doing all that. But as a fan, uh, if you had tickets to this game. Oh, we're thinking about buying tickets to this game. Does the does the Utah does that add a whole nother layer to this for that game coming up on the 9th of September? And I'd have to say, if I were just looking at this thing, now I've had season tickets for years. My whole family, we come down even when they're playing the Long Island Ice Teas or whatever they are, the Long Island. Aaron, do you remember what we decided Long Island was, like their mascot? Didn't we look this up one time? We did. I can't remember. Long this. Island. What are what's a Long Island? Well, somebody will text us. Uh, but I I'm curious what our people think. Um, the sharks. And, and throw the sharks. Shark that week, Aaron. Let's call it Shark Week. All right, and and we ought to play into that, Aaron. You feel like the the marketing people at Baylor every once in a while should just kind of combine forces with me do you think sometimes they're listening and just like golly mosley's come up with another winner shark week when when the long island sharks come in i love it i love it now aaron the long island sharks i mean you should not have to play you should not nobody should be playing long island but you know it was you had to reschedule something it's okay it's okay we'll all gather it'll be a good There'll be a good process, and I, what I like about Aranda is he respects, always respects whoever they're playing. They, you got to respect the game, and they'll do the bear walk, and they'll have everything ready to go. But the people selling tickets to that one have their work cut out for them. That's not easy to get people fired up about the Long Islanders coming in. Aaron, does Lo- the Long Island Sharks, do you think they travel well? Can you look at their enrollment? Let me guess, Aaron. Uh, we can all play this game together. I'm going to guess their enrollment is Long Island. I'm going to say, that's a, is that like a city-type school? What is that, Long Island? Uh, I'm going to guess they have 7,000 students. The law, or I bet it's smaller than that. I bet they've got 5,500 students. Long Island University has 16,092 students enrolled this wow. year. Wow. I was wow. shocked too. I, w- I would have guessed closer to where you were. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot bigger than I thought. I mean, they're they're coming down here to compete with the Bears with that size enrollment. Now, Aaron, while we're doing enrollments, look at UCF real quick. This is the one that'll blow you away. I shouldn't have said that, but UCF, because now I made you know it's going to be a huge number. But the UCF's enrollment—that's a massive. I mean, I swear they're on their way to rivaling University of Texas, Texas A&M. 
I mean, it, it is a it's a massive number. Sixty eight thousand students at UCF and it, and in 2024 it will be the second biggest university in the conference because Arizona State has over 100,000 on all their campuses but over 70,000 I believe on their main campus Ooh, in Tempe? Arizona State is that big? Or maybe thinking of you maybe Arizona I don't know. I that's a lot. No, it was That's Arizona. an enormous. Yeah, that's an enormous bunch. Um but I, I'm just kind of curious now, Aaron. Do you do you find yourself? Does oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Oh. So the entire population, both in person and online, for Arizona State is 140,000, mm. and uh, 79,000 of that are enrolled in person. 80,000 students almost for Arizona State. That's just well, now, is that counting their outlets around the state, or are you saying that's like in in Tempe proper? No, that's well, that's that's, a, that's, that's all crazy. Of, yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, the 79,000 yeah. are enrolled at all of the ASU campuses. I got you. Because yeah. if we did the University of Texas system or the sure, A&M sure. system, it would uh, – and somebody just folded into another one. Who Did SFA end up in somebody's system? Or somebody – you know, like they're, fo- they're, always, they're always, you know, getting new folks involved in there. Now, Aaron, are you – do you find yourself viewing – the Utah game a little differently. I I I got to say I always was interested and intrigued because they are a good to excellent Pac-12 program. Having the Utes join us in the Big 12, this game has taken on a new feel to it. Uh, it's a it's a game where I think more Utah people will try to make the trip now, knowing that they'll come visit us. We need to be good hosts. We need to be nice, just like we were to BYU. Are you? Are the Utes? Are they? Are the? Are they? See, there's a lot of LDS folks there, so it's not like all oh, the Mormons and the Utes. But boy, they do not like each other. The Utes, and it doesn't matter if they got the same religion, they do not care for each other. Aaron, we got to get involved in this. The Bears have to get involved in some of this religious uh, conflict. All right, we we bears need to. They got to dip into this. They're, they're never going to arise to the level of Utah versus BYU, but the Bears and BYU should be playing this year. Hey, for that matter, the Baylor and OU. I mean, it's crazy. Where the year we say goodbye to OU, they didn't even give us an OU game. Didn't give us an o, OSU game. Hey, y'all want to take the year off from playing Oklahoma State, despite the fact this has become a great rivalry? A great may be a strong, but I again, I think that's uh, I think that's silliness. And Aaron, I am curious what our people think, but I want to know what you think. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Does this Utah game, because of the conference thing, do, don't do you feel like it gives it more juice, a little more pizzazz? Aaron, I'm asking you. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were still talking about the text. I, I absolutely. Um, I was looking forward to this game anyway. I think it'll be a real test early on and give you a good idea of where Baylor's at. But obviously them now being in the conference starting in 2024 makes it a bigger game. And I think 
it's more about where you Utah's at, if that makes sense, coming into the conference and where they stack up. I I that's gonna be I mean, when BYU showed up, it was a lot of fun. I think Utah wants to make a statement. I think the BYU win was great for the Cougars last year. It was a very tough loss for Baylor. I think it meant a lot to the program. They love beating the Bears at their place. Again, why in the world would conference officials, whoever's putting the schedule together, not build on the momentum of those first two games, Baylor and BYU? They didn't do it for whatever reason. You know what they had to do, Aaron? It took them too long to do that schedule. In the end, they just start, they had, you know, somebody had to finally, Brett had to call over and go, guys, I'm sorry. We got to do this. Y'all got to get this schedule out to people. This is crazy. We cannot wait on this schedule anymore. So they had to just kind of cough something out. And this is what they came up with. It's a great schedule for the Bears. I mean, it really is. Aaron, what are the, I mean, all those home games, eight home games, you're at Cincinnati, you're at UCF. I don't know how hard those games are. It's not going to be easy at all. But I can't say that they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, there's no way. Aaron, you got to go to TCU. What else does that leave? There's one game left that's unaccounted for. They're not playing either one of the OU schools. they got Texas coming uh, here. At Kansas Te- State. Uh, that's it. Now, that right there is your toughest road trip. Yeah. I mean, people say, what about TCU? I, I think – Honestly, of those two, especially with this quarterback they have at Kansas State. Now, Aaron, if you were predicting the conference right now, would you have TCU or K-State? And, I, again, let's take Texas out of the equation, okay? I don't, I don't want to even have to make you admit if you were <laughs> going to put Texas number one. But would you have TCU ahead of K-State out of just paying homage to what they did? Last year, or would you do you feel like with what K State has coming back, that K State should be ahead of the Frogs? I think Kansas State should be ranked higher. They won the conference, and they return a lot. They obviously lost Deuce Vaughn, but they have a ton of returning players, and they have a shot at repeating. All right, Aaron will have more college athletics. Later in the program, Campus Confidential at 4.40 today. And um, I'm looking, I was looking to see, Aaron, how some of our old friends were doing out there. If they're hanging in there, John Canzano, who covers that Pac-12. Um, let's see, 5.30 p.m. on Friday, November 24th. I was looking at, I was looking, they were, he's looking at some of these, um, these games, the the best, the saltiest Pac-12 football game on the schedule, and he did a poll. And some of these teams involved teams coming to the to our conference, so I wanted to take a peek at this. Aaron, in the poll that Kenzano did, and he had over five thousand voters. Love a good Kenzano poll. All right, way to go, John. Now here are the games. I'm gonna give. I'm not gonna tell you what order they ended up in in the vote. I want you to think of these Pac-12 games, and I want you to think, and what he said was the saltiest Pac-12 football game on the schedule. What he means is, you know, teams that are kind of mad at each other and all that kind of stuff. 
He's got Colorado at Oregon, Utah at USC, Washington State at Washington, yikes, Oregon State at Oregon. Now, I want to remind you, Oregon State was pretty good last year, and I believe won 10 games, all right? So this is not your usual bunch of beavers just out there getting beat every week. These beavers, I mean, they'll they'll put their they'll get their teeth involved and they'll they'll saw some logs. All right, Aaron, um tell what beavers do. Um what would you say won the poll for the saltiest matchup of all those Pac twelve football games I just mentioned? I would say Utah USC. No, fifty five percent said Oregon State at Oregon. Hmm. And they must have factored in the fact that that's already, you know, a big rivalry game, that kind of thing. Um, the the ten, only, see, 20% said Washington State at Washington. 15% said Utah at USC. And then 10% said Colorado at Oregon. Who did say, did Washington say it was going to keep playing Washington State? Aaron? You remember that? Didn't Washington make some statement and they said, we're going to keep the Apple Cup going. Doesn't Washington State have some say in that? <laughs> yes, they do. And I don't know if they're going to be itching to continue that series after Washington left, left kind of left them high and dry. I mean, Oklahoma State has moved on from Bedlam, the Apple Cup. Aaron, have you ever watched an Apple Cup between Washington and Washington State from, from beginning to finish to beginning to end? Have you ever done that in your life? Think back on on your illustrious football-watching days. Has there ever been a moment when you watched a full Apple Cup? No. I've watched parts of, one, parts of the games, but just never really interested me that much. I think the thing that people are saddest about with this Pac-12 thing is the Rose Bowl. We'll hear from Dave Aranda later in the program, and he kind of speaks to that. He's a West Coast guy. I think that I think the Rose Bowl and and we all think it's a pretty neat deal. All right, it's not like we don't understand it. But I think people out there have a greater love and passion for the Rose Bowl. And in a sense, what all those teams have been playing for all these years, the Big 10 and the Pac-12. I mean, the Rose Bowl was that's Keith Jackson that that's that's that that's some pageantry. That's there's the beauty of it being out there in Pasadena, gorgeous weather, right there on New Year's Day. Aaron, that's that's tough. I think that's tough to kind of adjust to, for for those you know those schools that are used to that, and the tie-in and all that. How all of that's going away. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Aaron, my gosh, we've given we've provided some good information today. In the 3 o'clock hour, I think we have two more hours starting at 4. That's hard to believe. Aaron, can we run this in the 5? Now, there's an idea. When the 3 is this good, when the 3 is this good, could we just run? Could we record it and run it in the 5 o'clock hour? Aaron, let's, let's, let's think about that. All right, it is the, um, the Matt Mosley Show, uh, Aaron Sexton alongside, and it's time to go around the NFL. And we'll begin with big breaking news involving the Dallas Cowboys. 
That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. (laughs) 4.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with the ECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out anytime you need it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit EECU.org slash 450 save or call 800-333-9934 for details. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com Or call 254-301-7760 And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows They've got that brand new home effect Universal Windows Direct This is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we got the uh, NFL Blitz that we do every day around 3.40. Man, we've had some good stuff today. Uh, got great guests coming up. We've got some Baylor talk. Uh, we'll uh, talk some Baylor fall practice as we, uh, as we move ahead here, and uh, who knows? We've got all kinds of things that may be breaking out, um, and uh, in fact, uh, Baylor soccer coming up. They're getting ready to go today. Volleyball. Heard some. Uh, we I think we're going to have coach on tomorrow, and uh, that's very exciting because they got the national uh, games on. They, t- today they announced where the national uh, volleyball games will be. Aaron, let's uh, start off with our big Cowboys news of the day. It is big news for the Cowboys and good news. Twenty-one days. After beginning his holdout, Zach Martin has a new deal or money added to his deal and will report to Cowboys training camp. The Cowboys and their all-pro guard reached an agreement on a rework contract that will pay him north of $18 million in each of the next two years. He was scheduled to make $13.5 million this year and $14 million in base salary and roster bonus next year. The new deal will add over $8 million to his contract, minus the almost $1 million in fines that he will get for missing training camp so far. And people have asked the question, could, could they rescind those fines, leave that money with them? But that's part of the new collective, collective bargaining agreement. So that what's done is done. Uh, that's about a million dollars in fines. And... Um, and of course, by the way, he's getting a nice bump. Instead of making what what, what Aaron said, thirteen and a half, and then fourteen million, he'll make eighteen million both those years, or right there in that neighborhood. And so it, it's going to be it's a nice bump, and he deserves to be taken care of. And while Jerry dug in, Jerry deep down knows what he means to this team, what he means to this O line, the leadership he provides. They needed to get him into camp. And I guarantee you, this guy was just rearing to go. I mean, he's he's he was like, Aaron, I bet he was doing it while the deal was almost done. I bet he got himself to California and was like right outside the gate to Oxnard. And then they got the deal done, and then he just moved right in. 
Okay? That's the way the guy operates. So this is good for the team. You did not need to have this hanging over the team as you get closer to opening day. Cowboys get the deal done with Zach Martin. It is a win-win all the way around. Retired NFL star Michael Orr, whose supposed adoption out of poverty by a wealthy white family was immortalized in the 2009 movie The Blind Side, petitioned a Tennessee court today with allegations that a central element of the story was a lie concocted by the family to enrich themselves at his expense. The 14-page petition filed in Shelby County, Tennessee, probate court alleges that Sean and and Leanne Tui who took Orr into their home as a high school student, never adopted him. Instead, less than three months after Orr turned 18 in 2004, the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. The petition further alleges that the Tuohys used their power as conservators to strike a deal that paid them and their two birth children millions in royalties from the Oscar-winning movie The Blind Side. That was about the life of Michael Orr and made more than $300 million at the box office. You know, he, he went on to have a really nice NFL career. This has always been somewhat uncomfortable. He gets asked about it. He was asked about it constantly. Didn't really want to talk about it. He was with them at the NFL draft, as I recall. He would have been 22 or 23 years old. This is, and it happens with families sometimes, this is just, this is bad blood and and I, I don't know, it's it's really hard, and maybe we'll see some of this, and maybe there'll be some type of settlement. What I If the Tui's are, in fact, worth a bunch of money, and they might be, uh, they'll, they'll try to settle with him out of court because this thing could get extremely ugly and uh, in some kind of family battle. But this is sad. It's a great story. It was a fun, but, it, you know, it was this... Uh, I do think some of them, I, I read sometimes about these, uh, uh, oh, they, it's the white, um, some movies, they, they sometimes, when it has to do with African-Americans, they'll sometimes be a little too quick to make the white folks into the heroes. And, and I forget which of the movies that came up. I think that movie, The Help. Um, was was talked about in that regard. And Michael Orr always seemed pretty uncomfortable with being asked about this and everything and maybe the way he was portrayed. I think he's a, you know, highly, highly uh, intelligent guy, Aaron. And I think part of the reason he didn't like how he was portrayed in the movie, if I recall correctly, was, you know, they just kind of, they, they made it kind of, kind of like, oh, my gosh, he just doesn't really have any, background or, or uh, you know scholastically and they, oh they've they've basically come in and saved him it's a tough it's a tough deal because I'm sure they did some really good things for him but he feels like they took advantage of him and the fact that this now goes public it just it just makes you feel strange about everything the whole story and how most of us really enjoyed that movie. Aaron, I look back on it now and go, well, maybe some of this stuff wasn't, you know, that wasn't the real deal. I mean, doesn't it make you feel a little bit leery of the movie hearing something like this? Yeah, and I've always, even 
when he spoke up about it around the time of the draft, I kind of had some thoughts like, man, I don't think he likes the way, I don't think he was accurately portrayed in the movie, and I don't think he likes the way he was portrayed in the movie, and it seems like that's the case. And it seems there's obviously a financial side to this too, and that he didn't uh, get what he considers a fair amount from that movie, which made a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, if, if there's a movie, and and I know a lot of it was about Sandra Bullock, or actually the Tui family, but Sandra Bullock played Leanne Tui, but the whole reason it ever happened was because of this young man. And, and if, he, if they're getting all the millions and he's not, I mean, he had an incredible NFL career. Obviously, you would think he's done fine financially. It's just sad all the way around when – you think, <laughs> but I, there's something about, I don't know, I have to say, I've been around, I've spent time, I wish I could remember where it was. I was at a gathering, a, uh, uh, like a charity gathering, and I think it was a time I was serving as like, a, I was on radio in Dallas, and I was. it was like, they had those of us on the air and stuff serving as waiters, like kind of like a fun, we interacted with whoever. Um, some of the different uh, people that were on air, TV and radio around Dallas. And so we went to this celebrity-type deal, and we served. And, Aaron, I was about as good a waiter as you would imagine I would have been. Okay, I, I was good at showing up and visiting with everybody at the table. But in, in terms of getting them what they needed, probably struggled made, uh, in, in a big way. But that Sean Tui, the real Tui, was there, and I remember, I just hadn't thought about this in a long time, hanging out and talking to him for like 20 or 25 minutes. Now, the son, the little kid in the movie, he grew up to coach at SMU, and now he's coaching, I don't know. So they all, like, profited and everything. But I always thought in my mind, hey, this is a neat story, and they did some incredible things. Now, again, this is a, that's a weird one. It's a very, very weird uh, story. All right, Aaron, we got time for another one. What you got? Lots of uh, running back news today, mm-hmm. including the Baltimore Ravens. They have activated their starting running back, J.K. Dobbins, from the pup list. He comes off the physically unable to perform list today. He didn't participate in any of the off-season spring workouts, including mandatory minicamp, and missed the first 14 practices of spring training. He's also... This is going to shock you, Matt. Also disgruntled with his contract. <laughs> well, it's just not a fun time to be a running back. It's better than most jobs. I mean, it's better than most gigs. Good money. But it's just not what it used to be. And, um, yeah, that is interesting, Aaron, as, uh, as these running backs kind of look around and see and you know, we've waited for some of them to show up, and then they'll say, oh, they're working on an injury or something like that. Aaron, we've seen, like, the Saints. I mean, is that the team that's just gotten wiped out? We've seen some teams that have just gotten wiped out at running back right now, just injury-wise. Then we see some teams every once in a while, Aaron, who was that we were talking about the other day? And we were comparing kind of like that team's running backs with the Cowboys' running backs. I think it was the Eagles. And I was just amazed. It was kind of like Boston, whatever the guy, Boston something. The, Boston the, Scott. The, 
Boston they, Scott. Who else? They've got uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott coming back, and then they traded for DeAndre Swift from the Lions <laughs> and signed uh, Rashad Penny as a free agent from Seattle. So that they've got lots of talented backs. The problem with the two with Penny and and Swift in their careers has been injuries. Yeah. But, I mean, at one point, Swift was thought to be, like, the next big thing with the Lions, right? I mean, wasn't DeAndre Swift considered, like, oh, my gosh, he's going to – if he stays healthy, he's going to light it up and be amazing. Absolutely. He – and and when he's healthy, he has been amazing. He's he's made big plays, broken long touchdown runs, but he's just so far in his NFL career – just hasn't been able to stay on the field. I think the old Bears played against the team he was on, but they probably held him out of that game in that Sugar Bowl in 2019. I think Swift might have been on that team for the uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs. Eric, can you do that Bulldog thing they do? The Georgia Bulldog? What's that? Isn't it kind of like, ooh, ooh, something like that? Um... Yeah, it's something like that. I, I'm not, not Nicole very. Nicole Sheeran, what a what a what a job she did. I mean, she's a she's a Georgia Bulldog, and that day she gave us the uh, rally cry for Georgia. See, I, I think of there's something you say to Alabama people, and they'll say it back, like like you say "roll tide" or whatever, and then they'll they'll say it back, and maybe they say "roll tide" back. I'm not sure, but the the dog barking. Thing, the, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not totally. I, I you know I should be familiar with that. Is anybody in the Big Twelve? Baylor's got the hey Sikkim Bears. Is anybody? What's the best chant? Oh, I think TCU has a riff raff riff, riff ram. You know, one of those kind of deals. <laughs> right. Texas has a Texas fight. Of course, A and M when they used to be in, they've got a lot of good chants. I don't know if they're good. They're pretty. You know they're they're pretty fairly well known. Um, they mostly involve Texas, all their stuff. Anybody else, Aaron, that I'm not thinking of that has some good chants? I mean, I see. I don't know. Um, can't, does Kansas State do anything? Does do the oh the Jayhawks have the and they've been so horrible in football. We don't think of them as doing chants in football. Do the Jayhawks do their Gregorian chant? Because that's a pretty cool thing they do, Aaron, in basketball. And and the whole um, – it's like a, they'll do a rock chalk Jayhawk, and that's a chant. But then they'll start doing this Gregorian – it's like the monks used to do. Like I'm talking about monastery-type folks. Huh. Um, yeah, it's called a – it's a Gregorian chant. And if you ever hear it, Aaron, if you're ever at a Baylor-Kansas game and the, can, and the Jayhawks are doing well – it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like a big chant like that. It's a Gregorian chant. And I can't remember That's if they're saying good. rock chalk. Yeah, it's a pretty neat deal. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. We continue on. We go sprinting into the 4 o'clock hour. Aaron, remind me. To look at my phone occasionally. We've already missed out on one unbelievable guest today because of my inability to look at my phone. But uh, next, let's hear some from Coach Aranda. I'm excited about this. Let's hear from Dave Aranda 
Uh, Baylor head coach talked the other day after the scrimmage. Our own John Morris was there. Uh, let's hear what Dave Aranda had to say, and I think you're going to enjoy this. That's next. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922. Or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. It's your Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks live from Lumen Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder, hip, or back? Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley of ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to and zero downtime. QC Kinetics, a nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you've had pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics now, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Everything we Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to First Central. Have a winning season with First Central Savings Blitz Play. Quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. 
They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we've got um, all kinds of fun stuff coming up. Baylor-wise, soccer coach will be on with us soon. Michelle Leonard, they head out to Oregon for a uh, game on Thursday. The other night, uh, the 10th, I think it was, 4-0 win over Tarleton State. Don't bring that weak stuff in here, Tarleton. I mean, my goodness. There was one goal, I think, in the first half. And um, and then kind of opened it up a little bit after that, and then uh, go see Oregon. We'll see what the uh, see what the Ducks see what the Ducks have to offer uh, with a nice uh, road game in early in early uh, contest there. Appreciate Katie the uh, SID in charge of uh, soccer for uh, for helping us out on that front. And then uh, looks like we'll have some volleyball action tomorrow. Uh, Ryan McGuire. Great friend of the uh, of the show uh, and a big listener to our show. That's one thing I love about the coaches is they uh, uh, Glenn being one of them, Ryan McGuire, uh, Mike McGraw, obviously. Uh, they they all Glenn Smith. I'm talking about they they all Glenn Moore. Excuse me, Glenn Smith used to coach at Kemp when I was there. Uh, the great Glenn Moore, the uh, softball coach. They they listen. They listen to us all the time. So. Uh, it's uh, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Anybody else I'm missing, Aaron? Of our oh, Michael Woodson, big listener. Okay, on the tennis and the tennis is already out there doing stuff. I saw. Um, I think the men beat OU. I think the men beat the Sooners. Aaron, doesn't it seem kind of early in August for everybody to be out there doing stuff already? I mean, which August? What's today? August fourteenth. Uh, it was my daughter's first day of her junior year of, of high school, and it was her first time to drive to school. So, Aaron, much to her chagrin, we were out there taking some pictures, needed to get a little photo of her. The only thing I'm kind of mad at, didn't I may recreate it tomorrow, I did not get video of the car heading out. I just got some pictures of her in the car. But I didn't get video. She was not. She did not seem that into it, <laughs> but was kind enough to uh, indulge us as she headed off uh, as a, as a big bad varsity cheerleader to start her junior season or her junior year. All right, um, Aaron. Let's do this. Let's listen uh, and and we'll react to some of this as we go. Uh, but and this comes to us courtesy of John Morris. You can hear the John Morris show every day at two o'clock. Of course, the press box with uh, Stephanie and Ward can be heard at noon. But this is Dave Aranda, and and later in the program, at some point, we'll uh, we'll let you hear a little bit from Blake Shapen, uh, the quarterback, and then uh, Mike Smith, who's a really good linebacker. I I think you're going to enjoy hearing what uh, Coach Aranda 
has to say about him. Let's listen in to Coach Aranda after Saturday's scrimmage. And as he uh, sounds off on a few things, we'll, uh, we'll jump in and react to some of these, uh, some of this, but this was the news conference from Saturday, courtesy of John Morris, voice of the Bears. It's good to see you guys. Was impressed with the scrimmage today. I thought uh, way uh, focused to begin with, and um, you know, I thought that the guys that have been making plays throughout the spring uh, really shown uh, today. You know, I thought uh, Blake was um, real decisive. There's some big scrambles that he had. Uh, he was able to convert some big third downs. Keytron made some contested catches. It was good to see. I thought Dom had some good runs, and Richard had some good runs. Uh, our tight ends were able to make an impact. We're trying to be able to get them more involved, and so that was good to see. Defensively, it was the Mike Smith show. Uh, there, was, there, was one, um, there was one intermission where uh, it just seemed like Mike was in on every tackle. And so um, his numbers are probably pretty crazy. And um, T.J. Franklin, I thought, really played well. His pursuit and his pass rush showed up. You know, his improvement in the run game, just fighting pressure, is uh, helping us a bunch and is way appreciated. And then uh, Corey Gordon showed up a lot in terms of uh, coverage and, and third down and rushing the passer and setting edges. And so I think, you know, from the beginning, those, those three have kind of been the, the guys, and uh, it was cool to see them show up here. You know, uh, had a bunch of young guys play. Yeah, so this is the first time in the stadium, and I think there was some nerves for sure and some tenseness. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hopeful that we got that kind of worked out and worked through, and uh, I, I see them continuing to get better. But uh, take any questions you guys got. Okay, opening statement from Coach Aranda. Corey Gordon Jr., uh, safety, will get in there and uh, rush the passer a little bit as well. Went to one of those really good Oklahoma City high schools, Putnam City West High School, 6'2", 195 pounds. And uh, Bears had such an incredible safety in Petrie. It's just good when they, when they have a safety playing well and getting some attention. Um, this is a guy who's standing out on the field. And, uh, Aaron, that gets me excited because I can't say that we started spring thinking and talking much about Corey Gordon, and yet here we are. Now, T.J. Franklin, uh, what a great one, you know, he is. We obviously know where he's from. Uh, Central Texas guy uh, can move, can move, uh, can play the run, can, can rush the passer. So we expect him to be a leader and to be doing a great job uh, for the Bears. Now, Aaron, this continues on this Mike Smith, and that's why I kind of want to hear, uh, although it's a brief little uh, appearance from Mike Smith, I do want to hear from him later in the program. Uh, they've fallen in love with Mike Smith since he came in from Liberty. I think Mike Smith is the reason, uh, is one of the reasons moving forward that Coach will be a little more aggressive in the portal, and he's had to learn to embrace the portal more. <laughs> I think there's a chance Mike Smith's the best player on this defense. I think he's, and may, you know, who knows from a leadership standpoint, he may be one of the best leaders as well, but you hear him talk about it. It was the Mike Smith show out there. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a tremendous player 
And that's why when I think of Mike Smith right now, I'm thinking about, I can't help but think about like Terrell Bernard. I can't help but think about Clay Johnston. Some of these linebackers that cover a ton of ground are, are extremely smart and can do it all. I mean, I think that's what we're talking about. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. As we continue to listen to Dave Aranda, we do have some breaking news. Aaron is stepping inside our Central Texas newsroom. What do you have for us? Ian Rappaport just tweeted that the Patriots are expected to sign former Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year deal worth up to $6 million after his successful free agent visit earlier in camp. Aaron, this is good breaking news day for us. It really I always like it. I like it. Zach Martin right before the show today. This weird Michael Orr story. I don't know when that broke, actually. But this is good. Good to have Zeke back in the league. A reminder that Stephen Jones told us before taping a Doomsday podcast with Ed Werder and me about this and said that uh, Bill Belichick had called Stephen personally to talk about Zeke, to, to visit with him. And uh, this is good. Let's get the man. Let's get the man back in the league, and um, and, and it's also good that he didn't. That was going to be really weird if he'd ended up with the Eagles. <laughs> um, and, and it went, you remember that, Aaron? At one point, that was kind of mentioned yeah. as a possible <clears throat> destination, and this has taken away, uh, taken a while. Now Schefter reports, Aaron, and I'm sure our man Rap has something similar. Uh, yeah, one-year deal, as you said, Aaron, $3 million base salary, $1 million signing bonus can be worth up to $6 million with the uh, with the incentives. All right, that was four oh seven from Schefter. Aaron, I love comparing these things. I think that's the old longtime journalist in me. Let's, let's have a peek at Ian now, Ian Rappaport. Um... What did I just say? Four oh seven. This oh, this was, this was three forty. Okay, the Rappaport came strong on this. All right, tell he and uh, Tom Palacero. Let's give the man his due. Huge news on uh, on uh, Zeke Elliott. One year deal worth up to six million dollars. And uh, and then earlier he had that free agent visit earlier in camp. So this is Pelissero and Ian Rappaport have this big, big news, and uh, going to be uh, that's going to be weird, Aaron, to see Zeke um, in a in a uh, a Patriots uniform. Now, Aaron, you're Mister Fantasy. Remind me, I do they have Ramondre, somebody Stevenson, like who? Who else do the uh, who else do the Patriots have back there now? And I'm just kind of wondering what kind of role we think Zeke will play. Is this a is this a backup running back? Is this a, is this a third? I mean, like I, I, Zeke does not seem like the guy that's going to be a great fit. Like as a third string, barely ever play running back. What kind of fit, Aaron, does this seem to represent for Zeke with the uh, Patriots? 
Well, they you mentioned Ramondre Stevens, Stevenson, and he was basically a three-down back last year. He split with Damian Harris, who signed with the Bills in the offseason, mm-hmm. and who is, I don't want to say a back like Zeke, but they do have some similarities. Zeke's a better pass catcher, but I think he will fill the Damian Harris role, which was about probably about 40% of the carries and most of the goal line work which obviously Zeke excelled in with the Cowboys. So if fantasy-wise, it's a downgrade for Ramondre Stevenson. But as far as the Patriots, it's a good signing. It makes them better. Oh, man. This is, uh, this is really uh, interesting. I mean, I, Aaron, I've got one of these, uh, one of those text messages things that uh, our group text. I mean, you get, we, get, uh, we got one of our group texters. Uh, Ze- uh, let's see, Zeke. Oh man, they're, well they're they're trying to encourage me, Aaron, to do an emergency podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that is needed. Now, one of the group texters from last night, who is a uh, well, he's a very political guy. He likes to give. You know, I don't, I do not like to be in group text where people are getting throwing down strong political takes. And I've I've had to encourage my buddy to get away from that, or I'm I'm gonna abandon the group text. So he has, but I thought this was funny, Eric. The uh, he had uh, he he got it. He got himself last night. He was excited about a cabernet that he was gonna open, uh, and it's called Yao Ming. This is a big NBA fan, by the way, and um, it says tall people make great wine. I don't know. Is there somebody else tall, Aaron, that makes that makes great wine? <laughs> Yao Ming has says Cabernet Sauvignon, but people know that as the Cab Napa Valley. That's a 2017 a Yao Ming. I had no clue that Yao was in Napa selling wine. Very interesting. All right, Aaron. Uh, you never know where we'll end up on the Matt Mosley Show, but Zeke Elliott has returned. And um, this is this is big news, and this is anything involving a guy like Zeke, a guy who's been a great player for the Cowboys. Aaron, now let's, let's look at Zeke's age because Dak just turned 30. Most backs, I think Zeke's a little bit younger. Um, let me look real quick. Oh, 28 years old. So he is a couple of years younger than Dak. Dak just made it to 30, which means Zeke came out of college a little earlier uh, out of Ohio State and maybe started school a little bit earlier. Uh, but, uh, wow, 28 years old. I don't know how much treads left on the tire, but this is an interesting signing by the uh, by the New England Patriots, and this is already it's all over the place. Boy, Yahoo Sports doing big takes on this thing, but uh, again, a one-year deal, according to Ian Rappaport, worth up to six million dollars, and that's Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero, who uh, does some nice work for the NFL Network. And, uh, yeah, I like, in fact, Aaron, we ought to have Tom, Tom's a very nice guy. I think we had Tom on a couple, a few years ago. I need to have him back on. 
But uh, Zeke Elliott is back in business with the uh, uh, with the New England Patriots. All right, very interesting. We'll continue to keep you up to date on this. Aaron, let's uh, tell you what, we'll get back on schedule a little bit, and we'll then continue. Uh, we'll go back to our, our uh, uh, listening to Dave Aranda after Saturday's scrimmage and uh, want to play some of uh, Dave and then react to it. We'll do that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox. Cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones. Big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes, and remember, we're just RB away at McGregor. We treat you like family. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley Show. And uh, just had the uh, news. Zach Martin earlier today uh, signs with the Cowboys or restructured deal. And there's going to be some money in it, uh, some extra money. Over the course of uh, two years, he'll get about $8 million in additional funds. And uh, it's a good deal. It's a good deal for both sides. Reward the man who's been great. Make him feel better about things. And uh, it's not anything that puts the Cowboys in cap problems or anything like that all right they'll still be able to someday get parse micah parsons done hopefully and then to get dak his new deal no matter how many interceptions he throws or playoff games he loses he's always going to end up getting uh huge money in his next deal he'll get about 50 million dollars a year likely and uh that'll uh that will continue on uh zeke elliott has signed with the uh, Patriots, or uh, the reports are that he's expected to sign that deal, and it'll be uh, worth up to as much as $6 million on a one-year deal. That's with some incentives. This is uh, kind of almost like a minimum-type deal. There's a lot of incentives attached to it, but uh, I think Bill Belichick did his homework, talked to the Cowboys about it, feels good, and they're going to bring Zeke into the Patriots. And... uh, in fact, let's look at what our man, uh, what our man uh, Albert Breer, who uh, writes for SI. Um, let's see. He says Zeke gets the fi- number fifteen he wore at Ohio State. Uh, New England gets someone who will help manage the load with Ramondre Stevenson as the lead dog in Foxborough. All right, all right. We'll 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 repost that. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, we got Campus Confidential coming up at about 4.40. We got all kinds of uh, guests in the 5 o'clock hour today that we're excited to talk to. We have Baylor guest at 5. We got Glenn Stretch Smith to talk some NFL at about 5.20 or 5. Yeah, and so lots to, uh, lots to get to. But, Aaron, let's get back to listening to this is some of what uh, Dave Aranda had to say. Saturday after the uh, fall scrimmage out there at the stadium. And um, uh, this comes to us courtesy of John Morris, voice of the Bears. Let's listen in on some. He was just talking about how great a day Mike Smith had, and he's just opened it up to questions for the uh, assembled media there. Get from a scrimmage that maybe you don't see in a normal practice. Appreciate that. Yeah, there's there is um, a different level of intensity. I mean, we you we want to be way focused and uh, way intentional on anything we're doing. But like, say for instance, it's a walkthrough uh, for all of the, all of that entails on a, maybe a Wednesday morning, or we had a walkthrough um, to this morning. To be locked into that and to get something out of that, it takes work. Uh, it takes work on just a Wednesday practice. You know, if we're practicing at four o'clock or something, right in the the, the heat of the day, and uh, you know you've had a full day of whatever else, and to get drop that and get into this, and then to to um, 
communicate and extend yourself when it's hot and you're tired and all that is a whole thing. But it's all of that. There's a whole other thing when you come into the stadium, you know, and, um, you know, you're, you're, you're playing kind of um, in your home and, you know, uh, the expectations that come with it and the standard that's with it. And so I think, um, you know, the only way to kind of get through that is to, to, to go through it. And uh, for some of our young guys, there was def a definite uh, kind of getting used to. And so I just think it's going to go up from here. But it's, it's way cool to see some of the vets um, and some of our newer vets, I guess. Uh, really kind of take off with it. And so right from the beginning, Mike was making plays. Right from the beginning, Blake was being decisive with his reads. And so um, some good things. When you're saying he's decisive, was that something that last year was hard Correct. because he had to throw the perfect pass a lot? Yeah, I think that's the, the thing. I appreciate the question. I feel like um, we probably coached him to be perfect. And, um, you know, shame on me with that. And so I... I and then, you know, um, we didn't have the weapons that we have now. And so I just think um, when it's framed in that, in that way, um, it was a real high up, uphill climb. And so now with the people that we got and then just having, oops, having gone through it and the confidence and everything that's with it, um, way decisive. So there's a, a few scrambles uh, where he really was able to penetrate and cut and cut the defense and then um, you know, uh, was able to at the top of the drop, you know, get a ball out prior to the break, and the court and the receiver he sticks his foot in the ground. And the ball's right there. Um, you know, Hal had one of those, and so it's just really cool to see. I, when it's stuff like that, everyone kind of notices, and their their confidence grows. You know, I that's interesting to to say. Maybe they coached Blake to be too perfect. And 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 then of course with the uh, lack of firepower, it wasn't a lack of firepower as much as it just was a lack of experience at the uh, at, you know because over the over time, boy Hal Presley, you know Armani Winfa is going to get better and better. Uh, neighbors, uh, great young player out of Rockwall Heath, um, uh, Monterey Baldwin. I mean they've got some. They got some really uh, uh, Cameron's become a much better player and just grown and gotten to be so trustworthy. I mean, they really have some depth now at wide receiver. It wasn't the case last year, and so that's interesting to uh, to hear Coach um, basically blame himself. Well, he does not mind doing that, does he, Aaron? Uh, Coach Aranda will take ownership. And uh, he he holds himself accountable, and uh, maybe thinks that uh, there were some things certainly they could have done to to get Blake through the season better than they did. They got they got in that bad slide, and they couldn't ever get out of it. Now, w will that cause them to do and make more changes than they would have? Yeah, yeah, probably will. If they had have beaten, if they ever held on and beaten TCU. Maybe we have had a little bit different look at the team than we do now on last year. I think the answer is probably yes. So who knows? Maybe it was an okay thing to finish that slide because more dramatic things were done to react to it. All right, Aaron, let's continue listening to uh, Baylor head coach Dave Aranda from his press conference uh, immediately following Saturday's scrimmage. Departure, uh, departure of Waylon through what happened there and what have you seen out of I guess the running back room with other kind of 
No, I appreciate it. Yeah, so Quaylands was an off-the-field uh, situation, which is way unfortunate, and something that we had all been kind of working with him and, and, and um, in conjunction with him, just trying to be able to kind of get through to the other side safely and just was not able to do that. And so it's just way sad. Um, you know, as far as the running back heat room, I thought, you know, the um, Jordan Jenkins and his continued improvement, he's kind of a new guy again. It's just way cool to see. And, um, you know, Dawson really had some great runs today and uh, physical runs, runs where he finished falling forward. And then, you know, um, you know, we're looking for continued things from Richard and Bill use them in different ways. I think some of the role um, that Quaylen was able to play on third down and um, in terms of the a receiver and everything we're hoping to get out of Richard and so you know I think we can continue to grow that you know and then B-Wash as well B-Wash is working through an injury right now he wasn't with us today but I, we get we're gonna get him back and I think uh, soon and I think he'll he'll be um, someone that'll be a way factor in the run game as well as protection and so I feel good about the run. Will he be ready for the opening game? Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He should be ready for this next scrimmage. Is Corey, at, you mentioned Corey Gordon. Is he a star? And where, what have you seen from him? Appreciate that. Yeah, so Corey's got just the, the, um, the instinct and the ability just to make plays. And I think, you know, when um, yeah, I, I remember uh, last year when he was a freshman and um, it was a one-on-one -on -one cover drill. Corey was a safety, and there wasn't really much of that being asked of him at the time. But he was covering as a corner, and um, this was still kind of the cattle call part of fall camp where you try to be able to see what's capable in each guy and kind of where they're at and where we can put them in, in, in that. And I remember uh, Christian Morgan saying, hey, this dude is way, way, way talented, way twitchy, and just all of that. And I think that's very, very much holds true now, you know. And so, uh, as a star, he can cover man to man. He can blitz. He can set edges. He, he, if we have some type of weak side rotation, as a star, he can go back and play the half or play a third. And so, I think uh, a lot of flexibility. And you know, what allows him to do all that, kind of put that together, is just the maturity with him off the field, which I think is kind of still going on. Uh, but um, I'm way appreciative of his want to with all of it because that, that's allowing uh, the, the player, Corey Gordon, to kind of take off. Coach, a lot of the fans on the Rivals fan forum have been noticing your enthusiasm throughout the summer and the offseason and, uh, and media days included. Uh, what's the difference between the enthusiasm heading into this year than the past three years since you've been here? I appreciate the question. Um, I feel really good about the staff. I feel really good about the team. I thought, you know, um, just the, the energy level just feels, it feels right and it feels good, you know, just being around the team, being around the coaches, the way that, you know, there's always going to be adversity comes, adversity is always going to come, but the way that we're approaching it and, and taking to it and handling it is um, kind of what you'd want. And um, it's not a half, it's not a bunch of, uh, you know, talking by me to kind of get to it. It's just kind of happening now which is way cool, you know, and I didn't think we'd get to that, this, this part of it. And so I just think, um, you know, I think everyone feels kind of the same way and is excited. All right. Uh, that I, Aaron, we're going to, I'm going to start doing that when I'm out there is just say, Hey, a lot of folks on the uh, CNC collision center text line, uh, coach are, are, are saying, 
this or that. I like that. Whoever our new rivals guy is, Aaron, um, Longquist never did that. Longquist never said, hey, the, the rivals fan for him. I'm, I'm all for that, man. The guy's out touting. Who's our new rivals guy, Aaron? We need to, we need to investigate that. I think, uh, in fact, I think Kevin told me. And we'll have to we'll have to check him out. I did want to say at five o'clock today, we're going to hear from uh, Zach Smith from the Waco Trib. He's covering the Bears. He's replaced. Well, you can't replace the great John Warner. It's a it's a really good guy though, and and uh, and he's been uh, I think the Hill Country newspaper somewhere down the road. He's covered some. He's gone to some uh, Longhorns games. Covered the Longhorns a little bit perhaps the Aggies, and now he's covering the Bears. Zach will be with us at 5 o'clock today. But, uh, Aaron, I'm very interested in in hearing more about Gordon. I mean, that's that has my attention. Um, th- that, that is not – I mean, and, and again, he's going to have to continue to kind of do all his business, uh, uh, say, you know, kind of handle his business properly – away from the field and all that. But, man, uh, it does sound like, and I kind of like hearing that part about uh, Christian Morgan, former Baylor great, noticing and picking up on that, that uh, he was twitchy from the time he stepped on campus. Twitchy guy and uh, and could do some things. I'm excited to get to know this roster more. I'm bummed. I mean, he confirmed the fact Jackie Marshall – uh, does have an ACL and will be out. That's going to be a really nice player for the Bears. That's a bad one. That's a tough loss. Really fine young player. Let's keep our eye on Jackie. Let's keep him in our prayers, and uh, hopefully uh, he can come back even stronger. All right, that's good stuff, Aaron. Let's keep it right there. We'll, uh, we may come back to it later in the program, but I do not want to cut into um, Campus Confidential. Aaron has gathered – the stories of the day uh, when it comes to college football and college athletics. Let's do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, this is Matt Mosley, and uh, you hear the music, you know what it means. It's Campus Confidential. And we kind of fly around the college uh, world of college athletics, see what everybody's up to. I've been kind of taking a peek to see the latest ACC, whether they were interested in SMU, Stanford, Cal Berkeley, bunch of uh, bunch of big time academic schools. I would even, I would put the Mustangs. They're not up there with Cal and Stanford, but they're within hollering distance. A very good academic school. Mustangs are uh, are teaching. Got a lot of good uh, good stuff happening over there on the hilltop. All right, Aaron, what are you? Uh, where are you beginning in today's uh, episode of Campus Confidential? We will start with conference realignment. We talked Friday about the remaining Pac-12 schools, the Pac-4, so to speak, of Stanford, Cal, Cal, Cal Berkeley, 
Washington State and Oregon State hiring Oliver Luck as a consultant. Mm. It seems like the uh, smoke about the Stanford and, and Cal Berkeley going to the ACC has kind of died down. It looks like they don't have the votes, and according to media consultant Jim Williams, Oliver Luck will now start the process of seeing what team should be added to the, quote, Pac-4 from the American <laughs> Conference and the Mountain West. He has a list, according to this tweet, of about 12 teams. It does not mean a partnership or a merger is off the table, but obviously with the NCAA basketball units and other things that come with keeping the Pac-12 name, a uh, that having other schools join mm-hmm. what's left of the Pac-12 would be preferable. To Where's my man Klevkoff? Where's old George these days? I mean, they brought in poor <laughs> Oliver Luck. Oliver's just trying to hang out, run the XFL, spend time with Andrew, his son, and his uh, rest of his family. And uh, they keep bringing him back. Oh, help us. Help us. I'll tell you when, uh, when they could have used Oliver Luck is about, about two, three months ago. Or about six months ago, when Brett Yormark jumped in front of him at the negotiating table. I mean, it's too late now. You can't really do anything. Um, you know, Clemson and NC State and UNC and Florida State are just such, they're just so haughty. I mean, Florida State hadn't done anything in college football since 2013. And they act like, and again, were, they were unbelievable in the 1990s. And they were great. All right? They either played or won, I don't know, about three or four national titles. I mean, they were playing for it all the time. Back in the late day, you know, Bobby Bowden was kind of winding things down and all that. But they act like they run the conference. I mean, Clemson actually does have the juice and the resume, and the credibility to, to pull rank. But Florida State is acting like the way Texas has acted all these years in the Big 12. Hey, everybody, y'all remember, uh, y'all report to us. And everybody did. Everybody knew that's kind of how it went. That's why A&M finally said, we, we've had enough of this. Florida State, I mean, they ought to at least be thinking about Stanford, Cal Berkeley, and thinking what they might add they don't even think about uh, – that's the thing. The presidents kind of like the academic reputations of these people. But these guys the, – the, you know, most of the schools and their fan bases are just kind of like they just don't care about all that. I mean, I, I think the prestige of Cal Berkeley and Stanford should, should amount to something. I do. I don't even know why – I still don't know why – Washington is mentioned as some kind of big, exciting grab for the Big Ten. What, like, what has Washington done since Chris Peterson left? And by the way, even when he was there, it's not like most of the country was gathering around to watch the Huskies play. I mean, I Baylor showed they showed up at a bowl game one of those years. It may have been, I don't know, it may have been RG three. I'm trying to remember. Bears hung about seventy on them. Guess who was coaching at uh, at University of Washington, Aaron, when the Bears hung about 65 and about 700 yards of total offense? Who do you think was coaching the Huskies at the time? 
Ooh. I have, I am His name would be Steve Sarkeesian. Ah. <laughs> and the old Bears put it on him. But somehow, Steve, who always can get hired, ends up at USC. Runs into a drinking problem there and a winning problem. Aaron, they'll let you drink and make a fool out of yourself if you're winning 10 or 11 games a year. I'm not saying every university will, but a lot of them will. Okay, if you're winning 12. But it's like if you suddenly lose, kind of like Ed Orgeron did, they'll just run you out right out of town. Oh, thanks, Ed. Oh, yeah, we really enjoyed that national title, but, man, you're we understand you're kind of, you know, doing some weird stuff right now, and we've got, we got some trouble, so we're going to have to show you the door, move you on down the road, bring Brian Kelly in because he's real mean and does these weird dances, so we're going to bring him in. I guess, Aaron, it's working. LSU seems to be on firm footing, really, in all sports, except men's basketball. They're not very good at that. But, I mean, they're pretty they're, – I mean, I, I would say Brian Kelly right now, everybody's pretty pleased. Uh, I don't know what they'll do this year, but, uh, I, I, I mean, they seem uh, – Aaron, what, what is uh, SEC this year? Alabama, obviously, way up there. Georgia, so Georgia's best. Then Alabama. Is LSU third in the entire SEC? I'm not talking about the West or the East. I'm just yeah. talking about overall. Yes. They, L- LSU would be considered third, right? Mm-hmm. Who would be fourth? Tennessee. Okay. According okay, to the Vols. Yeah. The Vols. Oh, did you see, Aaron, on, on another college front, did you see the great Peyton Manning? Did you see that news today? Professor Peyton, you mean? Mm. Professor Manning? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning was will uh, be teaching. The University of Tennessee announced today that the College of Communications and Information has appointed Manning as a professor of practice for the fall 2023 term. The Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback will join select classes during the academic year as a quote featured expert and work alongside the college's faculty to provide learning experiences for CCI students at his alma mater. I thought that was funny. It was like one of the classes mentioned, I swear they said like sports writing or something. It's like, okay, he can do a lot. He's great, but he doesn't know anything about sports writing other than like the way he's been covered uh, for all the years. But that's a pretty awesome deal. And uh, we went to visit Tennessee recently, very interesting campus. If you wanted to go be in the communication school, now Aaron Baylor has uh, reached out to me in past years about possibly teaching in the school where I went, speech communication. Aaron, I don't think like Matt Mosley returning to, to would would quite make a, the impression that uh, Peyton Manning. My goodness, wow! I guess we could bring back RG three. What did RG three major in at Baylor? Anybody remember? I guess we could look it up. Was he a business major? I'm trying to remember what RG three majored in for the Bears. Um, the only Heisman winner in Baylor football history. Now, obviously, Singletary was just unbelievable, but they just don't give them to uh, defensive players. Around that time, Singletary was there. Uh, Aaron, the uh, pit had somebody amazing, like two uh, pass rushes. It was Hugh... What's Hugh's last name? Somebody will know on the text line. Hugh Green? 
Whoever, no, yes. it, Hugh Green is that right? From Pitt, from Pitt, yeah. Okay. He was around the time I think Mike was coming out, Hugh Green was unbelievable for Pitt. Now, who was coaching Pitt back at the time? Aaron, it might have been Jackie Sherrill. Johnny Majors was coaching there at some point, then Jackie Sherrill, and then they ended up with Fodge Fazio. Okay. Aaron, there's there's some things I some reasons every once in a while my brain just shoots out a bunch of like there's really no reason I should know who all the pit coaches were from nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety, but for some reason it's still there in the recesses of my mind. All right, Aaron. Um what time oh yeah, we got time for one more. The first Associated Press Top 25 poll is out. No surprise in number one, Georgia with 60 first-place votes, followed by Michigan at number two with two first-place votes, and Ohio State at three with one first-place vote. Alabama at four, and LSU rounds up the top five, followed by USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Washington rounding out the top ten. Texas is in at number 11, Kansas State 16, TCU 17, Oklahoma 20, and Texas A&M in the poll at 23. Where did you say the Utes were? Oh, Utah is 18. Isn't that interesting? Wasn't in the coaches' poll, weren't the Utes like 11th or something, or maybe 14th? I feel like they were really pretty high up there either i just can't remember if it was like 11 or 12 or something like that maybe sorry 14. utah was 14 i looked okay. that wrong and that's then, okay let's see the coaches poll they were yeah somewhere up there they were they were right around there it might have been 14 but um oh, they were 14 the, in both actually now that yeah I the utes headed uh headed to waco second game of the season and as Mac Rhodes said Aaron might just bring them right back the next season <laughs> I think um I think that would be good yeah yeah I mean uh if we're going I mean uh, think about it those schools were offered shelter in a in a in a in a huge storm so if the big if they need to kind of you know I mean we'll be we'll extend to help we extended a helping hand in a big way, but I don't think we need to be bending over backwards on these on this scheduling. Like Utah may need a return trip to Waco. Same thing for some of these other schools. 2024, let's get them on into Waco. Let's bring the Wildcats in, bring the Sun Devils. That'll be interesting, Aaron, to see what that looks like. Like the uh, how they're either going to do pods or they're going to do divisions. What will that look like? That's going to be really uh, fascinating to see how all that plays out. All right. The uh, Waco Trib has a new Baylor beat man. He joins us on the Matt Mosley Show next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. 
That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with the tractor, you'll leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. With payments starting as low as $299 a month, think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Payments valid now through September 30th. See us at WC Tractor or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder, hip, or back? Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley of ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to and zero downtime. QC Kinetics, a nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you've had pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics now, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. My house has a new Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. In the flesh, it is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Joined now by Zach Smith, the Waco Trib. Got to meet Zach recently and wanted to have him on the air. Zach, first of all, uh, happy anniversary to you. I think you were uh, celebrating a big anniversary when I was trying to reach you the other day. And uh, that is a good reason. If you're going to say no to me, it, it has to be a wonderful reason, and that qualifies. So uh, congratulations, and also welcome to uh, Waco. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you, uh, you know, bearing with me there that first time. It's been a wonderful three years with my wife. So we went to went out and had a nice dinner, and it was just a, just a fantastic evening. And, yeah, happy to be here. How how are you doing on restaurants in Waco? Did you find the level of of romance and uh, was it was it what she was it what she wanted in terms of uh, you know whatever you know she I don't know if she's like y'all are steak folks or or seafood. I mean, have you been out kind of you know checking out all our dining options in Central Texas? Not yet, not yet. I really have yet to. We really have yet to uh, really explore. Everything that Waco has to offer, I know I've heard plenty that Waco is an underrated food town. So there, I know there's plenty to explore, uh, but we kind of like to try new things. And, you know, I'm not afraid to try seafood one day and then an elk steak the next day or something crazy. So um, we haven't tried Waco yet, but I'm looking forward to, uh, to diving in once we're and once we have a little bit more time to to do that, so yeah, I don't not, not yet, I, but yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know if we're your place for elk steak. I wouldn't get too gamey or anything like that. Uh, but that's what uh, I had last I, week, so that's why I said. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right there, that's yeah. nice, nice. Okay, all right. Well, I've 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 ventured out and found all the places. So anytime you want to catch up on that front. Now, what about these Baylor? Uh, the scrimmage, these practices. 
You can't see a lot of them, but you've been seeing a little bit. Um, it was a quote from uh, Dave Aranda said Mike Smith, the linebacker, that it was, quote, the Mike Smith show apparently the other day. Zach, I would say in your time with us, you've heard Mike Smith's name a lot. It's kind of remarkable, isn't it, how big an impact he seems to be making without ever playing a down for the Bears. Coming in the portal, um, what, do you, what kind of sense are you getting about this guy? And then having heard from him, why do you think he's been able to make such a big impact, even to the point where he was at media days? Um, right. I mean, that's, that's kind of shocking. You would normally bring all your, your, your players who had already been on the roster. You wouldn't have, like, your, your transfers with you. But they seem to think a lot of Mike Smith. What are your impressions of him so far, and what, what, what are your expectations for him? Uh, yeah, I think he can be a complete game changer for uh, a Baylor defense that really, you know, is going to go up against it in the Big 12. Um, you know, he is one of the most intense people I've ever met. And uh, I think Aranda was talking after the scrimmage, you know, his language, Mike Smith's language, his first language is football. And, and I know that's kind of cliche, but with Mike Smith, it's, it's so true. I mean, he just takes everything so seriously, so intensely. And, you know, just, it seems like his name comes up, whether I'm talking to the offensive line group or the safeties or even Blake Shapin and the quarterbacks, like everybody is pointing to Mike Smith and how intense he's taking it and how just, it's, he's just added a completely new level of focus uh, to the Baylor defense and to kind of the group as a whole. It's just it's so impressive. And like you said, especially to do it uh, in his first year here, like he hasn't even taken an official snap, but um, he's just he's kind of showed out wherever he was, whether that was in at a Mississippi community college and one year at Liberty. And, you know, so this is not nothing new for him, but to do it, at Baylor, at a big-time college football program like Baylor, man, it is really, really impressive. And he is just a really impressive uh, – his level of – like I said, his level of focus, his level of intensity, it just – it really stands out. Yeah, he had his nice sport coat, too, that he put on at Media Day. I'm looking at it right now on the Waco Trib website. I think you'd call that like a – I don't I guess you'd go pink or something along those lines, fuchsia. But yeah, uh, yeah. quite a <laughs> yeah. I would uh, I would say so. Now staying on defense, I thought that was interesting that uh, he brought up T.J. Franklin. That's not no surprise. But mm-hmm. Dave Aranda brought up Corey Gordon as in and said, "Boy, players in the past had commented on how twitchy he was." Um, as you kind of settle in and start to get to know this roster, Zach, I mean, it seems like Corey Gordon is bringing a lot to the table, and, boy, they, they need that. They, they have a history with uh, Jalen Petrie of great safety play. They lost some mm-hmm. safeties last year, lost some DBs that either transferred out or whatever, but this, this was interesting to me that Gordon seems to be popping in these scrimmages. Um, what have you been able to determine about him, and, and is he? Are we, should we kind of expect him to be in one of those sort of hybrid type things that uh, that we got to know with Petrie. Right. He's, he's going to be playing a little bit of the, the star position, you know, the high kind of defensive back part, kind of like linebacker, 
uh, not afraid to rush the passer. So, yeah, I, I think he's, uh, like you said, they, they absolutely need more of those guys uh, that can do a little bit of everything, and, and especially, um, you know, with his size and, and, and speed, uh, man, what an X factor. If you have a guy like that that isn't afraid to kind of go out and do anything, whether that's rush the passer or, you know, defend a, a deep ball, like he can do it all, and uh, obviously he's turning some heads. All right, and, uh, boy, you, you're out there, Zach, uh, on kind of a daily basis. Who are some of the players that you, you've heard from? I like these tight ends. I mean, that's an interesting room because it goes very deep. And when they bring the tight ends out, a lot of times they, they'll bring, like, five guys over. I mean, they, they kind of have a hard time narrowing it down, don't they? Drake Dabney's always been one of my favorites, and he's turned into a nice player. But they really seem to be deep. At that position, Zach, and I think that's going to help Blake Shapin because that's the one thing he's he know you know that Ben Sims was a great valve escape valve for him, and they had some great connection. Do you think tight end could end up being really important for these Bears? Hundred percent. Yeah, they got there. There are nine tight ends on the roster, uh, so it's an incredibly deep uh, deep room. And then bringing in Jake Roberts from uh, North Texas. Um, I think he can. Uh, he probably won't be Ben Sims, but uh, you know, I think he's got that ability to receive, but uh, a really strong uh, blocking ability. And um, yeah, so I, it, no question, tight end is going to help break shape, and it really hurt, helps that uh, uh, Jeff Grimes is also the tight end coach, and he works with them on a daily basis. Uh, what was it? A couple days ago, they were out there and they were hurdling. Uh, tight ends were practicing hurdling. Right, so whatever that tells you, uh, but um, yeah, so I think they're going to be used in a really unique way, and they're going to probably be a bigger part of the offense than than you than you expect. So, uh, and, and like I said, they're really deep, and they've got some guys that have have proven their ability to to help out in that way. Zach Smith, Waco Trib, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You don't want your quarterbacks hurdling. I've seen guys do that in the past, okay? they can, You can end up getting toppled over. Maybe your tight ends are okay. Uh, but they and they do have some athletic guys. I'm glad you brought up Jake. He's a, from, from UNT. He's going to be fun. And Drake Dabney, extremely athletic. Um, he got banged up last year. Good to see him back. Kelsey came in last year and, and, and filled in. Now, Zach, are you starting to already familiarize yourself with these uh, with these new border schools? Arriving in 2024, uh, four new schools, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. Uh, how cool is it that Utah was already on the schedule? Uh, and if, are you like me? Does that game now almost feel you feel a little more juice connected to that one now that we know Utah is going to be in the conference in 2024? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it just raises the level of importance to, uh, to that game. Uh, just just takes it to another level, and it's it's really cool to see, and it's really exciting, you know, to see uh, the expansion. I, I I'm all for it. I, I think that the the Big Twelve can is just it needs to survive, and this is what it needs to do to survive. And you know, I, I think it's a great thing for the conference and a great thing uh, for Baylor to kind of go new places and play new teams on a on a more regular basis because you know we saw it. Or you saw it last year with last couple of years with uh, BYU, and now they're here, and 
and then Utah for the next couple of years. So, um, yeah, it's it just that game is was already circled on the calendar, and now it's just circled with a big red marker now because it's uh, it's 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 a big game. You like the way this schedule sets up for the Bears as we get closer to it. The eight home games, two very interesting road games. Well, and the K State game, of course. But it, right. at, go to Orlando, go to Cincinnati. I mean, if you get on a roll with this schedule, I mean, I, I, I really don't think winning eight or nine games is completely out of the realm of possibility. Are you? Do you have a similar feeling as you kind of think a think ahead and look down the road on the schedule? Absolutely, yeah. I, I think that. I think Baylor could be a, a surprise Big 12 title game uh, team, potentially. I mean, obviously you have to have some things fall the right way. I think that Texas game is going to be a difficult game. I think Texas is the real deal. But, but uh, you know, after that, you know, I think that Texas Tech game is, is kind of the determining factor for Baylor. Um, you know, Texas Tech is really good this year, and they've got some – good pieces coming back. I love Joey McGuire as a head coach. And then, you know, you, I know you go to Kansas State, uh, to TCU, but both of those games, Baylor sees those teams the week after those teams play Texas. So maybe, maybe they'll be beat up a little bit by then or, you know, who knows? So I think that the, the, the schedule sets up perfectly for Baylor to kind of be that surprise team, if you even want to call them that, uh, to contend for a Big 12 title shot. Keep saying that Texas is the real deal. All right, I want everybody to play them up and continue to rate them so highly. I can't remember where they are in the AP poll. What did they end up, 11 or 12 or somewhere 11, like that? 11, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shocking they're not like six or something. The FPI, like ESPN poll, had them, I swear it was like five or six. Somehow the the ESPN numbers always puts them up high. I'm like, the Longhorn Network's going away. I don't think ESPN <laughs> still needs to be jumping on, on the bandwagon as much. But I do kind of like, I mean, first of all, I, what I don't understand about them, and you know that team, I don't understand, yeah. like, why we make this leap on Quinn Ewers. Like, you know, a lot of times it's kind of like you got to show us something before we go, okay, this is like a top five quarterback in America. He was really erratic uh, in a lot of areas last year. Why do you think people are are so able to embrace with – is it just because he has such great playmakers uh, at wide receiver that it's almost like it would be hard for him not to make a jump at quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all consider – or I think overall Sark, uh, Steve Sarkeesian is considered, you know, the quote-unquote quarterback whisperer, right? So it's like – you think once Steve Sarkeesian starts working with Quinn Ewers and really gets him in his system, he should be able to take that leap because we saw what he did at South Lake Carroll, and you know he went to Ohio State as the, like the best recruit ever, right? And uh, or one of them, and um, yeah. So I, I I don't know why we think he should be the guy, but I think he definitely has the talent to be the guy. And Sarkeesian is the quarterback whisperer, right? So it's like. All the it's all cooked up to the point where you, all the stars are aligned for him to you know do that. But can he do it consistently? Now and you know people will get excited about him as things start to unfold. What do you think? Being a Big Ten guy, you came from Michigan State. What do you think of uh, Oregon and Washington ending up there? 
Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Michigan State, I guess you can look forward to some of those matchups. You can get ready for the uh, USC. Um, I mean, is that do those kind of things, the addition of those four new schools to the Big Ten, does it have the, the Michigan men and the Michigan State folks like yourself? Are, 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 you, are those fans and your buddies excited about those additions, still scratching their heads a little bit about it? Where's the Big Ten stand on all this? I mean, I, I think that all of my friends are, are excited to kind of take that, uh, you know, maybe every other year or something we'll meet in Seattle or, or uh, Eugene or L.A. or something. Uh, I know I, I, I went out to uh, Seattle last year when Michigan State actually played at Washington. I just went as a fan. And uh, it, it's a beautiful stadium, a beautiful area, you know. And like I said before about the Big 12, I like the – conferences expanding all that stuff uh and i think all of my friends and everybody that i've talked to uh is excited about having those those new schools in the big 10 um but i understand how teams like oregon state washington state kind of feel like they got the short end of the stick but um from a big 10 perspective everybody i've talked to is very excited about having them join the fold all right, so you like that Washington, the waterfront-type stadium. You'll notice that McLean Stadium. Uh, you were out there the other night, a be- kind of beautiful mm-hmm. like that. There's one kind of on the water there in uh, uh, Knoxville. They've got a lot of river, some cell gating that happens before those games. I would say Knoxville, Baylor, Washington, all those, all those stadiums on the water, uh, that's really enjoyable. But I've, I have heard that Washington, I've been to Seattle a lot. I don't think I've ever been over there. To look at Beautiful that stadium. stadium, was it just gorgeous? Gorgeous. It's it's awesome. I, I Seattle and just the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's just uh, you know it seems like another world, especially when it's you know been a hundred degrees for you know three months down here. You go up to the Pacific Northwest and it's just so refreshing. <laughs> Everything about that place. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, anything's refreshing compared to where we are right now although the cold front's moving in and uh, tomorrow uh settle in zach a low of 67 i think i saw a low on tuesday of 67 that may be like four or five in the morning but i mean that's <laughs> worth getting up for just to experience that yeah to see what that feels like i'm, I'm playing <laughs> tennis tomorrow morning at like 7 a.m just to just to kind of get out there and experience what it's supposed to feel like, which is like low 70s. I mean, that that is going to be amazing. All right, Zach, um, man, you're out there again covering all these Baylor things. Have you heard from uh, John Warner? I mean, has he been uh, – uh, Has he? Uh, have you reached out or compared notes with him? Has he been helpful at all? Or has is, is the man just gone away and, and told everybody not to bother him? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't talked to him in the last couple weeks, but, uh, you know, we have we were doing some – some high school football stuff uh, a few weeks ago, and I know there was uh, he was in the he was in the group chat a little bit talking about going. I think he went to Indiana with his his, his wife for the Midwest somewhere. Um, so I haven't talked to him for the last couple weeks, but um, yeah, we, he helped me out a lot when I first started uh, last month. We had a good long conversation about what to expect, how to do it, and you know he's been awesome. He's I know he's a legend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's just been awesome. 
All right, if if you can't get a hold of him and you need some old SWC stories or perspective, holler at me, okay? And Jerry Hill's always available. There's a lot of us that kind of grew up on all this stuff. And John Morris, the voice of the Bears. So, Zach, we're uh, we're happy to have you uh, and uh, look forward to being around you this fall. It'll be a lot because there's eight home games, so we'll all be out there a whole lot. Appreciate you doing this. No problem. Loved it. Happy to be here, excited about the season, and uh, you know, looking forward to it. All right, there he goes. Zach Smith, Waco Trib, our newest member. Oh, my gosh, Aaron, we're running late uh, on our 520. Old Stretch is going to be is not going to be pleased with us. Glenn Stretch Smith with some NFL. How did the Cowboys look in the uh, preseason? He joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, general manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota is ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles with data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox. Cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, them, black ones, white ones, shiny ones, big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in the toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254 74 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. 
member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is 520 on the Matt Mosley Show. It's it's just a couple minutes past 520. Glenn Stretch Smith joining us now on the uh, hotline. And uh, Stretch, good to visit with you. Welcome back to the uh, the Matt Mosley Show. We have missed you. And on the uh, uh, the aftermath of a uh, Cowboys preseason game, I wanted to touch base with you. Welcome back, sir. Hey, I appreciate you having me, Mosley. And like always, I'm glad you're right on time, buddy. Good to talk to you. <laughs> Lost track, but uh, so excited that you're joining us. I'm looking at the AP Top 25 poll. Uh, and, uh, boy, this is this is kind of interesting today. Your alma mater, the Longhorns. Here's what I like doing. I like looking. It, it, they allow you on AP to see how all the people voted and whether if they kind of homered it up a little bit, all that kind of stuff. Our old buddy Kirk Bowles, columnist, Austin American statesman. Uh, Stretch, would you like to guess where he had the horns? And, of course, he did go to University of Texas. I'm going to say put him at uh, six stitches in a hobo's britches. Mostly six. (laughs) Number seven. He had oh. the Longhorns at number seven, and he's got the LSU Tigers <coughs> up there at number four, right behind. And he's got Michigan one, Georgia two, Bama three, and then you get LSU and then Ohio State. Um, these things interest me to see how they all – I like to see, for instance, noted Pac-12 homer John Wilner. That's probably not fair, but he does have the Washington Huskies number four in the AP poll. You used to have to step up and say, uh, you know, when you when you when you stepped up at the carnival, you had to, you know, there's the age or the weight, and I got it within one, and I'd say, you know, Bowles. I mean, the fact that he put Bama up there, the fact that he put uh, who else did you say? I mean, I agree with him, LSU. Who else did you? Oh, he had Michigan number one. I, yes, it might have been one of the, it might have been one of those nights. He was down there at Gloria's, the Mexican place down there in Austin. He got he got him some of that fire water and got all liquored up when he had to, when he had to turn his ballot in. <laughs> oh man, I I I lo- I mean, this is a fun time of year. Aggies. Uh, Aggies, at least on this, Wilner's deal, number 18, and he has the Texas Longhorns 15, K-State 14. Now, do you have any thoughts uh, on on any of these college teams, Stretch? Do you think there's anybody that's going to surprise us? I mean, you've always had a good feel for, like, the LSU personnel. Um, and, uh, and I told you the other day, by the way, former LSU head coach Ed Orgeron, was hanging on the Baylor campus the other day. His son's on the staff, so that's always kind of exciting to see. But are there any of these teams, like, how would you classify TCU after what they did last year? 
do they deserve to be ranked top 15 or or do you think that was just a, a simply a lightning in a bottle situation well i mean i thought i think obviously coach patterson let that you know he he did not leave the cupboard bare and and you you, you saw that with an ability for a quarterback to get hurt and who they had number two step in obviously Duggan and do do a great job for him and and, and you, you know coach Dykes did a heck of a job of uh, of getting that program rolling I think the thing that to me that really I, I don't have a good feel for is you know how is Kendall Browse you know how is he going to step in there being the offensive coordinator how how similar is his verbiage to what they had uh previously there at TCU with you know with Riley I it it's really hard to, to me. It's it's really hard to say, and I think that's what, like you said, I mean, that's what makes it so interesting. We can laugh at these columnists all they want, but I mean, I don't, I don't think they know any more than, you know, probably anybody else standing around the water cooler. Quite frankly, could tell you right now. I mean, I, I do think Michigan's going to be good. I think Texas is going to be good. I think that, uh, you know, you look at and, and, and you look around the. The Big 12, I mean, I, you know, I, we were talking about this today before we went on air. I mean, you know, we, you think about Baylor and, you know, changing defensive coordinators, but staying with Coach Grimes on offense. I mean, how are they going to, how, how are they going to look? And then, I, I mean, I, you know, Kansas State, I, I don't know that I could write them off. They always step up, shock somebody. Oklahoma, I mean, I, it's, it's really, It'll be interesting to to see how it all really shakes out, but I I think you get to week three in the season, and th- that's going to be the time when the really interesting conversation starts. And then you know you're going to see guys start jockeying and see how really good guys are when there's no preseason football and you don't have that opportunity to get out there and even look and see yeah. what guys have. I think it's it's hard to tell. All right, wanted to get your take on the Cowboys uh, and what stood out to you. Um, you know, Deuce Vaughn, we knew he was good. He was a great college player. That was fun to see him in a game. And, and he just, he's so quick. He's explosive. He's strong. He's also five, five, but, uh, stretch. I mean, you just never know. There's just certain positions where the little guy can survive in the NFL. You don't want to get a whole team of those guys, right? A whole team of Cole Beasley's is used to say, but boy, if you have one, um, I mean that's pretty—it's pretty amazing to watch a guy like that. How much? Uh, what did you take away from just Deuce Vaughn's uh, performance? And is he a guy that could could actually emerge as the backup, or do you like him more as that change of pace, simply a complimentary type guy? Yeah, I just—I don't know that. I mean, I don't know that I—that I would trust him from a protection standpoint, saying okay, let's put him in there and really know that he can, you know, with his size, be able to pick up the blitz and understand who to get. I think the speed of the game is going to be obviously something that you saw him transition with. I think it concerns me that, you know, obviously Turpin fumbled the, the punt. Now, you you know, you got two really undersized guys with, with Turpin and, uh, and with Vaughn. It'll be interesting to see how Dallas – you know, really takes all of that into consideration. You start looking at the running back room and you think, okay, we know Pollard's a starter and Dowdle and, and Davis and Jones. And then, you know, how is it going to really, how are those guys going to shake out? Who, you know, who, who goes to the practice squad? How do they, 
try to manage um, their roster. I think Dallas is a very talented team. I mean, you look and you saw the things that even Jake Ferguson did. I mean, stepping in for, you know, Schultz and, and, and they lost Schultz. And really that's been Dak's kind of binky, you know, that ability to throw him the stick route and be able to know he's going to be where he's going to be when he's supposed to be there. But you saw Ferguson be able to do some things other than that. I, I don't know that I got a whole lot out of the game. I mean, you like seeing some of the down the line uh, second team and third team mm-hmm. defensive backs play, but I, I you know, I'm going to stand by this that I really believe when you look at the Cowboys and if you start thinking about how you're going to stack them up versus the rest of the NFC East, I mean, this is a defense that can absolutely throttle you. And when I say throttle you, I'm talking about you've got maybe two of the top, arguably eight or nine corners in the NFL starting for you. They both can play man coverage. And when you start thinking about defenses having to dictate or trying to dictate or guess who's going to get over the top help and and, and where those safeties are going to be, they're not going to have any idea. And when you look at the Cowboys' safeties and you think about Wilson, Curse, Malik Hooker, and all three of those guys are physical. They'll knock your teeth in. And so I, I just think that when you look at the Cowboys, all the talk has been about, you know, Martin and him coming back in now. All the talk has been about Dak, quit throwing interceptions. Vaughn, yeah, it's it's cute, little undersized guy back there in the backfield. I'm still saying that this year, this Cowboys team, if if they can – you know, if they can keep from turning the football over, which obviously in the first preseason game, I mean, we saw Turpin fumble, and we saw a fumble on the one-yard line. They're going to have to take care of the football. Dak can't turn the football over. But if they won't do that, I'm telling you, defensively, Dallas has got a real chance, I, I believe, to win 12 or 13 games, and they're going to be right there in it. And if they can stay healthy, um, you know, give you every opportunity to, to, to get into the playoffs and do what they need to do. I still think, you know, the, the, I'm concerned with the kicking situation. Uh, Brandon Aubrey, I mean, I watched him play this year coaching in the USFL, and, I mean, he was a good kicker. He, you know, kid came out of Notre Dame, and, and they're, they're putting a lot on his shoulders. But, boy, I know as a, you know, as a fan and as somebody who analyzes the Cowboys and gets paid to do that, boy, I'd feel better if Robbie Gold was in here right now. Yeah, and and it, there's some precedent for this, isn't there? For them going into a season and not really having a great feel for what to do at kicker. And the, and the longer you wait, the more you kind of like, oh, goodness. And, and I'm like you. I mean, this guy's an interesting story. He's a soccer background. But when you shank uh, extra point, you don't care about soccer background. All those all those fun little stories, as you referred to, uh, go out the window. Uh, Glenn Stretch-Smith joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You've heard him for years right here on the, uh, uh, well, the Mosley Show, his own show here on ESPN Central Texas. Always good to catch up with him. Um, Stretch, I thought that was interesting. Late in that game, I'm thinking, who's playing defensive tackle for the Cowboys? Well, <laughs> I, Gallimore was still out there. And I think Bohanna, who's been kind of moving around on this team for years now, it seems like. Quentin Bohanna. I mean, to me, that tells you there's a fight 
at the kind of the end of this roster, and some of these veterans are not guaranteed a spot. That's that's kind of one of the things I noticed in that game the other night. And by the way, to your point on some of those other players down the line, guys, I thought Demon Clark at linebacker, Jabril Cox, uh, Demarcus Overshawn, the rookie out of Texas, came in there and made a really good stick early in that game. Um, I I thought I thought some of the linebacker play was kind of interesting, intrigued me. Yeah, and they, I mean, and you're right, Matt. I mean, they 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 have done a really good job of drafting, and I think it, you know, obviously, it starts with Quinn and what he's done um, as far as being able to uh, identify guys that fit in his scheme guys that he wants you look at this football team right now and I think the thing that stood most out to me is the length of this football team and you look again in the secondary I mean they're bigger they're longer they're more physical and so uh, I think he's he's had a direct impact on how you know how they've drafted what they've drafted the measurables of what they're looking for in guys and when you Again, you look at the Cowboys right now physically on defense, and you just talked about it. I mean, guys who have contributed heavily in the previous years, and, you know, Neville Gallimore and Quint Bohanna, I mean, you're right. Those are guys that now are, you know, are trying to get in there and press Odigi Zua and, you know, the, 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 some of these frontline guys, mm-hmm. Hankins, for, for a starting job. And, you know, I like that they played Mozzie Smith a lot. I like that they're going to give him an opportunity to roll in there. And what it really tells you is that Dallas is going to have a rotation of guys. They're going to be able to get after the quarterback. And, and, and you know, that's how you – to me, that's how you win in the NFL. You get after the quarterback and you cause turnovers and you quit talking about, obviously, your quarterback who's turned it over way too much and you hope that – you know, him getting into this West Coast system will allow him to, you know, have some comfort. And guess what? Have confidence in punting the football and knowing that your defense can get the ball back for you. Yeah, and, and you're right. Maybe they won't force it, have to force it so much. Maybe the windows won't be so small. Uh, you brought up Mozzie uh, Smith. Uh, tell me this, rookie defensive lineman, how much of a learning curve? We expect certain positions, guys, to play right away. And we, we think rookie running back should be okay and be able to contribute. They need Mozzie. They want him to step in and contribute immediately. What's that learning curve like for a guy like Mozzie who didn't put up maybe the impressive, certainly, sacks or anything like that? But, but how, do you, uh, how long does it take a rookie uh, of, of taking where he was taken to be ready to roll. I'm sure it varies, but that that position he's playing, how tough is that, and how how long does it usually take those guys to kind of get ramped up and rolling? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you can put – I think you can – I really believe you can count on putting him in there now, and I think it's a lot easier for a guy who's an inside guy, a two-technique, a three-technique, that's a guy over the inside – eye of the of the guard the outside eye of the guard sometimes comes down and plays over the over the center that's the guy that's going to play the double team block that's the guy that's going to keep and take up two blocks so that Vander Esch so that Parsons so that those guys uh, 
you know, get the one-on-one look. Eat up the double-team block and a three technique where you're over the guard where you're going to allow, you know, your defensive ends to cut it loose and really get after it. And I think that's what you're going to see from him, and that's what that's really what they want him to do. Hey, get in there and, and show me that you can pretty much fight the double team, and he's big and strong enough to be able to do that so that we can cut our pass rusher to Marcus Lawrence dead loose on the end so that we can go to the other side in, in, in a nickel situation and turn our, turn our pass rusher, Micah Parsons, our inside linebacker, who we know is going to come down and come off the edge. We'll get him in a one-on-one situation. So really it becomes that, that position is about an attitude. It's about being physically able to hold up against a run versus a double-team block. And I think all of that will come for him in coming out of the Big Ten where they do run the football, you know, where you're playing Wisconsin, Penn State, you're, Iowa, you're playing those teams who really come off the ball at you and, and run the football at you. You're able to play that double team. And so I think that he, he'll he make a natural transition into being, you know, comfortable in that position. And I also think the defensive coordinator is going to be comfortable with putting him down in there. And that's, those are the things that, you know, you continue to – and we talked about them again, I mean, with Bohanna and, and, and with, you know, uh, uh, Gallimore being able to go in there and be those guys that are we, – we can rotate them in here knowing they're going to need a, a blow from, from from time to time because they are playing that double team all the time. And I, I like what Quinn did. I mean, he moved Mozzie right over that center. And, you yeah. know, to me, it makes center uncomfortable. And so when you, you have the ability to do that, that's that, that, that just adds things to your arsenal. Yeah, as long as they don't have to face that backup Jacksonville quarterback anymore, I like their chances. I mean that guy, that guy was that guy was something, man. He was giving them giving them all kinds of heck. Well, stretch good good stuff. I appreciate it. Uh, Zeke, by the way, I thought this was interesting. Signs for four million dollars today. His last contract uh, he signed was for ninety million dollars. I think that says everything you need to know about the running back market, especially for a 28-year-old. But good to see him back in the league, and uh, I think that's a good signing by the Patriots. Stretch, I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for being with us today. Mosley, you have yourself a grand day, pal. (laughs) Okay, there he goes. I think he meant that with all sincerity. Uh, Glenn Stretch Smith joining the – the Matt Mosley show. All right. It is coming up on time for the dismount. We got to say good night to you. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner's Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through September 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right. Been a busy, busy day. Zach Martin back with the Cowboys. Signs a deal. He'll he'll, uh, make, uh, oh, it'll be up to $18 million a year. That's up. It was 13 and a half this year, 14 next year. Uh, so each year it'll go up about a four and a half uh, uh, million raise this year, about a four million next year. So about an eight million dollars that he'll uh, end up with, and it's a nice kind of add-on. And I, you know, I think uh, hopefully he's pleased and and uh, feels loved and appreciated, and then he could come on into camp. Now the big other big news involving a Cowboys tie. Free agent running back Zeke Elliott uh, posted on uh, social media Monday that he's signing with the New England Patriots. Source confirmed to ESPN, uh, Elliott's on a one-year deal with the Patriots, includes a $3 million base salary and a $1 million signing bonus. It could be worth up to as much as $6 million. A few years ago, as we just mentioned, $90 million contract. All right, this is a far cry from that. The uh, Bill Belichick um, 
reached out to uh, Stephen Jones. In fact, uh, Stephen told us that when uh, when Ed and I were uh, uh, visiting with him uh, after uh, at uh, training camp recently. It was Elliott's first visit with the team since his release. He later dined with Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. All right, NFL Network had it first. Everybody have a great evening. Appreciate you, Aaron. Uh, Listen to the Rangers later tonight versus the Angels. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at Coach Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, beginning a new week with our Big 12 football previews coming.